Welcome to another edition of the APA Podcast. This episode continues our series of interviews featuring representatives of the coalitions working on the Plan for Health initiative. Lack of physical activity and lack of access to nutritious foods are two major determinants of chronic disease. The cost of chronic disease is high. Treating individuals with chronic diseases accounts for 86% of the nation's health care costs, according to the CDC. The American Planning Association is working to improve the health of our communities through its Plan for Health initiative that has provided $2.25 million in grant money to 18 local coalitions. I'm Roberta Ruers with APA. Today we're talking with Steve Steinhoff, an APA member and part of the leadership team for Capital Regional Healthy Communities Coalition in Dane County, Wisconsin. The Capital Region Healthy Communities Coalition is working to improve physical activity and access to healthy foods by working with local and state officials to incorporate health into plan, eliminating food deserts, and helping neighborhoods within the county become more receptive to walking and biking. Steve, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Roberta. Glad to be here. Can you tell me a little bit about what the coalition is working on and looking at within the county? Sure. The coalition is has uh, looking at both the nutrition access and increasing access to physical activity. The nutrition access is being addressed by two uh, sub-grant projects, so we're in a sense passing money through to two neighborhood based initiatives um, and those are one of them is working to form a food buying club uh, both of the areas are what we consider food deserts um, and so to address uh, lack of access to grocery stores in the allied drive neighborhood uh, the local community residents have formed um, a cooperative and are using the funding to establish a food buying club. Uh, the second area is the South Madison area is working on expanding and increasing sales in the farmer's market. So the, the recipient is the South Madison farmer's market. Uh, they're doing that through outreach and advertising and community engagement. Uh, and they're also working to expand the market by attracting, recruiting new growers from formerly incarcerated uh, people were working in partnership with a prisoner reentry program uh, and as well as with uh, Growing Power Inc. that some, some people know about. The project that we're administering directly is to employ a, to, a new planning tool that we're developing uh, called uh, the Active Living Index, which is a uh, will create a measurement of and mapping for how friendly uh, how conducive areas are to walking, biking, and access to transportation, and then what the, those different um, levels of friendliness or what may, will translate into an active living index score means in terms of public health. Uh, so we will be able to say that if you have such and such of an active living score, uh, then you have your likelihood is that you'll have this level of, for example, childhood obesity or uh, or diabetes prevalence, and what that means for their community. And then use the tool to uh, engage community residents and organizations and local officials for identifying ways that those scores can be in, in, improved uh, through pro 
programming or physical changes to the environment that then also then then what that would mean in terms of people community residents health uh, outcomes the overall idea of that part is to essentially to increase the capacity of local com residents and uh, organizations to affect change in their community and improve health you mentioned one of the subgrant recipients is a food buying club. What? How would that work? What's the premise behind that idea? So the idea is that in in lieu of being able to it uh, in the shorter term attract or create a a full service grocery store that has um, a, a full produce department and other healthy foods. The idea is that they would member residents are teaming up into a cooperative and would then place purchase bulk foods in larger orders that would be delivered to the neighborhood and then you know divided among the residents based on what they individually ordered so it's a way to it's a sort of a, a shorter term fix for the the immediate situation where there's um there's literally no grocery store. Even the Walgreens closed down um, in the neighborhood, and access to a grocery store involves long bus rides or carpooling. They are also, by the way, have been uh, providing van rides uh, also as an intermediate step towards uh, or as a stopgap measure to help people access healthier foods. Um, so it's they're they're working towards more permanent uh, long-term solutions um, first with with a more immediate approach of the van rides it's sort of more of an emergency approach and then an intermediate stage of this food buying club which is bringing residents together organizing uh, increasing their capacity to uh, address their needs as, as a group um, and then we'll be looking at um, preparing a business plan or other and other marketing strategies for a longer-term solution. One of the other subgrants you mentioned was the farmers market expanding, and there's a particular role for previously incarcerated individuals. Do you know what the reasoning behind that is, and why that target demographic? Sure. Well, both of these food desert areas, as you would might suspect, are very low income. They're predominantly persons of color. Um, these areas were uh, identified and called out when we, meaning the, the Regional Planning Commission, conducted a, a study called, that we called the Geography of Opportunity. And I can talk more about it, but in a nutshell, that was part of the, a HUD, Housing and Urban Development uh, Grant, through their Sustainable Communities Regional Planning Grant. Um, and the Geography of Opportunity report looked at where are what we call barriers to opportunity concentrated in the region barriers meaning income and lack uh, low low mo mobility um, lack of um, high rent costs um, there were there was actually a list of ten various uh, indicators and so both of these areas were had a large number of uh, 
from statistical measures, uh, high high incidence of all these different barriers to opportunities. And one characteristic of these communities also is high incarceration rates. Uh, and so that this is an ongoing issue in these areas as well. So this the South Madison Farmers Market wanted to um, take a holistic approach and look at how we can combine address multiple issues with their initiative. At the same time, they needed to bring more growers, uh, more sellers to the farmer's market to expand the selection. So they, uh, working with Growing Power Inc., uh, which is many people know has uh, gotten a lot of press for uh, using uh, local foods and food growing uh, as, as a neighborhood revitalization and empowerment strategy in Milwaukee and Chicago and other cities. Um, teamed up with a, a prisoner reentry project, Nehemiah Project, a uh, faith-based initiative. Uh, it's working on helping people uh, who are getting out of prison more successfully uh, make that transition. Uh, it can be very difficult, as you may know, uh, when you come out of prison and have few resources and, and are barred from getting certain types of jobs from the job applications and it's difficult to find housing, uh, it's difficult to get food stamps and all those things. Um, so this is a training program that uh, now that they've that Growing Power Inc. has established to create, uh, to foster what they call urban agriculturalists. So they're learning basically how to grow food and how to harvest it and how to sell it, how to put together business plans, basically have them become um, entrepreneur, food entrepreneurs. Um, so that's, that's sort of the story behind that project. It certainly sounds like the plan for health grant is really covering very broad and deep and wide within the community overall. Yeah, and the portions that we were able to give to these um, groups was was somewhat modest um, because these were one portion of our overall grant, but they did help provide seed money that that has resulted in both of those projects securing additional funding. The South Madison Farmers Market received a larger grant from the UW Madison's Baldwin Grant Foundation uh, and uh, Allied Drive, the Allied Community Cooperative, has received additional funding from the city of Madison. So we're uh, pleased to see that these are sort of early investments in um, in those efforts have paid off. And, and I mentioned the Sustainable Communities Regional Planning Grant, um, and that grant, which, you know, three-year grant from HUD, um, also targeted efforts in both of those neighborhoods as well. Um, and so we're, in a, in a sense, we're the, the APA, the Plan for Health Grant, allowed us to uh, continue the work and the, and the assistance we've been providing in those areas. Obviously, collaboration is a major component of your project and initiative. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the Plan for Health initiative might have changed the relationship you see between planning and public health professionals and others in the community working to improve the community overall? I think the Plan for Health grant most largely deepened the relationship that we have had started to develop 
um, in a large part, again, through the, uh, the HUD Sustainable Communities Grant. The, that Geography of Opportunity report, for example, that I mentioned, um, drew on a data set that was generated by the University of Wisconsin, which uh, created through electronic medical records that allowed us to uh, track and analyze health outcomes like obesity and diabetes at the census block group level, whereas previously you couldn't do that below a county level. So that was a, a start, for example, of a relationship uh, with some people at the university. Now with this plan for health grant, um, that relationship has deepened beyond you know, one or you know, the one person we contact we had there to more of an institutional arrangement with the UW School of Family Medicine, School of Medicine and Community Health. Um, and so now that they've uh, been, for example, are part of the MOU, the coalition MOU that the, came about through the Plan for Health grant. Also, um, it's deepened our relationship with uh, Public Health of Madison and Dane County, a joint city-county public health department that has, uh, has a representative on our Plan for Health coalition team and is working closely with um, the, the, our our organization and the outreach coordinator with the grant funds to coordinate outreach and engagement uh, and to um, combine this with their uh, community health and planning, the CHIP uh, planning process uh, that they're required to produce um, and that they're also working with. And it's allowing us to reach beyond those partners then to their partners such as the health um, providers so the public health department is working with hospitals who are required to produce community health improvement plans as under the uh, affordable care act and to produce a joint plan for the area um, and how they're looking at how to integrate this uh, active living index and healthy active living places work that we're doing into that process as well well, it certainly sounds like the Plan for Health initiative has had some immediate positive impacts on the community. What do you see as being long-term, long-range positive impacts for the community as a whole? The Active Living Places, Active Living Index is a way to engage people um, to increase capacity to make the changes in their in their community that increase activity. And those are long-term increasing physical activity, um, making adjustments to the built environment, and even programming to some degree are longer-term t- longer prospects um, that, that take you know, years and decades or more to achieve in terms of, especially when you're talking about uh, anything related to street design or infill development, which attracts this creates more walkable destinations. Um, so it, this is an early step in increasing people's ability to understand, the, A, understand the connection between how, how they get around their community, with what the barriers are, and their, their health. Um, and then they can play a role in making improvements, and that means 
understanding what the planning processes are, what it takes for local residents to be engaged in those and to influence uh, policies and rules and investments over time. So that, that the longer term is what we would hope to see that these this active living index, which is like a, um, a local version of, sort of like a local version of walk score, um, that, that those numbers change over time and that the public health outcomes improve as a result. But uh, that's not, you know, that's not going to happen in the by a, in the end of April. Uh, but we can head down that trajectory. Thanks, Steve. More information about Plan for Health is available online at plan4health.us. Plan for Health is a three-year project that strengthens the connection between planning and public health through coalitions. The initiative is anchored by APA chapters and APHA affiliates.